Welcome, everyone. Welcome. How are we doing today? I appreciate you all tuning in. Um, as always, if you guys are interested, we have the Always an Athlete team. Um, that's a seven-day free trial for that team. Uh, it's trained six days a week. Go check it out. You might like it. You might not. As always, I got to give you my sales pitch on it. So um, go give it a go. I personally like it. I program it. We've had a lot of people who really enjoy it. You might like it too. Um, and again, it's where I put a lot of my training concepts I'm working on and uh, my programming concepts. I know I've had a lot of coaches use the program as a means of a learning tool. So they'll use it because they want to learn how I program certain things or they want to try different methods. And so that might be you. Give it a go. Speaking about learning, always an athlete team is a training team. But then we have EdgeU, which is the learning platform, the educational platform. Yeah, we have. Oh, I don't even know if I can put a number on it. Lots and lots of hours of content on there. Uh, we have a new course coming out in October, which we'll be talking about programming isolation versus compound movements. Um, we have lots of courses on reactive strength, different things about plyometrics, presentation on acceleration, deceleration I just put out. So a really cool opportunity there. And as always, supplements I use, um, upper echelon nutrition, absolutely probably the best taste. I mean, yes, I have probably. It is the best tasting protein I've had. Uh, the collagen's absolutely amazing as well. Um, blueberry lemonade, fire, the... Uh, Protein, vanilla, and chocolate I love. Sometimes I put the vanilla in with my Rice Krispies. So I'll get some like Rice Krispies and whole milk, and I'll put my vanilla protein with it because, I don't know, it tastes like a Rice Krispie treat. And it's uh, and maybe it's just an excuse to eat Rice Krispies because I'm getting enough protein. It's absolutely wonderful. Huge fan of it. We have a pre-workout and sleep aid as well. So go give it a look. I'll put that down in the show notes. But today, we are talking about um, a little bit about conditioning and why I think conditioning is kind of weird topic. I hear a lot of people about, because I mentioned my previous podcast, talk about getting back in shape. I'm like, what is shape? What is condition? And I just want to share some stuff with you that I think will hopefully open up the door to some creative ideas. Because I think so often when people consider conditioning, their mind immediately jumps to body fat condition. They think conditioning is a reflection or your body fat percentage is a reflection of your conditioning. And I, I think that could be further from the truth. So let me just give you an example of what I'm going through. And then you can think in your head what the best option is for training. So I'm trying to put on some muscle. Um, I'd like uh, a stronger bench press, but I also like get back into playing condition as in I can go on the basketball court. I can handle those impact forces, the lateral movements, the accelerations, the decelerations, all that stuff. I want to be able to handle it comfortably. I haven't been doing basketball specific stuff in the sense that I've been on the court. Yes, it's very easy to go and jump a couple of times. That's wonderful. Um, but being able to play on the court for 40, 30 minutes is very different than just going to jump a couple of times as high as you can. So dealing with the repeatability of those impact forces, something I have not dealt with before. Um, and working on different coordinated patterns involving acceleration, deceleration. So two goals, getting back into being able to play and then building muscle. Let's just get rid of the muscle example, though. So I think that's just kind of specific to me. A lot of people, let's say, just want to get into playing abilities and they haven't been playing as much. Let's say we have an athlete, for example. Maybe we have an athlete who just had an offseason or they just finished their season. They took a month off of their offseason, didn't really do anything. Now they want to get back into playing condition. I think it's so easy to be like, oh, 
well, let's get them in physical shape. Let's get them their wind back, we like to say, or let's get their so they're able to handle multiple bouts of sprinting. And at the same time, they go, okay, well, we're going to do that. And they might be a little heavy. So we're going to cut down some body fat. So now from a logical standpoint, what we've just done is we've reduced the amount of substrates going in the body, the amount of protein, amount of carbs, amount of fats, because we've reduced their calorie intake. So we're trying to have them lose body fat. Then you're going to have them run a whole bunch. So they're going to burn more calories. And you're going to hope somehow they rebuild the structures responsible for that sustainment of that output, lateral change of direction, acceleration, deceleration, with lesser substrates than they had maybe two weeks ago because they're eating less. And to me, it makes no sense. I used to be a believer that, and again, it's my fault, obviously, duh, you say it out loud, it sounds so stupid, that body fat percentage is a reflection of your conditioning. But really, your conditioning is a reflection of your ability to repeat a specific output. If someone can repeat a specific output that is related to their sport to a point where they don't have any detriment or decrement, decrement, detriment, reduction in performance, then that's conditioned. They are in shape. They're able to perform the physical tasks of the sport itself. And I think so often we think conditioning as a look. And that is a big mistake because condition is the condition of the system as a whole. It's not just if I want to get my car conditioned to go do something. It's not like I want to shed all the excess weight and then just have it try and go fast straight ahead of the best it can and call that in shape. Because what that car needs to go off-roading. So having some extra mass is really beneficial. We actually want more mass. We want some things that can handle bumps and bruises. And so conditioning is a process of adaptation and structure rebuilding. It is a process where you are taking new substrate or substrates and creating new infrastructure for the body. Trying to reduce your calorie intake while doing this seems to be uh, some sort of very difficult endeavor. And I think about this in terms of like someone who wants to get in shape in the general pop. A general population, they want to get in shape. They say, oh, I want to, let's say someone wants to go running or they want to bike more, whatever it might be. Well, they haven't ran in a long time. And let's say they're not extremely overweight and they want to lose a little bit of weight and run. Maybe just focus on one of the two. Maybe lose your weight and then go practice running or practice running while maintaining the calories uh, so you can build the structure and capacity to handle the run, the impact loading, the bone, um, restructuring the tendons. And in doing that, you provide enough substrate to actually create adaptation. Once you have that adaptation, then you can begin to maybe lose weight and do something with it. <clears throat> the point is, anytime we have a caloric deficit, we are reducing the available general substrates, energy, whatever macronutrients the body has. And at the same time, with a reduction in this, we're asking the body to build other capacities up. And to me, that seems very not as smart as it could be. And I think about this because I think a lot of times <clears throat> people think the offseason an opportunity to get like as in shape as humanly possible looking 
for the season. But what happens if you get such a low body fat percentage and you've sacrificed so many structure rebuilding repair that you go into a season looking like you're in shape, but maybe not actually physically in shape because you're not doing the stuff they need to do for outputs wise, are you really in shape? And so I think about that when I see these pictures of athletes, oh, this is their summer transformation. This is what they went through. And I wonder, is that really the best situation for them? Because what is the purpose of losing weight? Is the purpose of losing weight because the extra mass is a hindrance to their performance? If that's the case, okay, I can understand the idea. But with the losing the weight to get them in better condition, I don't, I don't know. Um, especially if they were trying, maybe, like I said, initially you lose the weight, then you condition once you've lost the weight to build that up. But to simply think that the physical appearance is the condition itself doesn't seem to doesn't seem to make sense to me. And the reason why I bring this up is because as I'm on the court and I'm running and I'm jumping, and today I did my first bit of like quote unquote conditioning, for lack of better words, where I had seven minutes and I did different lateral cuts and I was dribbling the ball, acceleration, deceleration. And I finished, I was like, wow, I feel kind of beat up from this. And the first thing I thought in my head was not, oh, how much weight I'm going to lose. Cause that's probably how I used to think about it. Especially now that I'm a little heavier right now and losing weight could be an objective. But I was like, I need some fuel to rebuild and repair the structures that just got kicked around a little bit. And so to think about conditioning strictly in the form of, oh, how much weight, not how much weight have you lost or what's your body fat percentage seems to be <clears throat> counterintuitive because again, what is the condition you're actually striving for? And that definition is going to help guide the entire training process. If condition means the ability, in my opinion, this is my definition of condition, the ability to repeat or perform a given task, that's solely what conditioning is. It has actually nothing to do with a body fat percentage. Because if I can perform the task in theory, just fine without excessive wear and tear at a certain body fat percentage of, let's say, 14% versus 8%. Then maybe as an athlete, I don't want to go down too far to 8% because I might be using some of that extra mass I have actually in my skill. So I might lose eight pounds, four pounds, whatever it might be to go down to that. 8%. In that process, by the way, I might actually lose some muscle mass as well. Often people don't consider that when you lose weight, it's not always just fat. Often you're going to lose some muscle mass with it. And so if I were to drop down myself, I'm probably, oh, if I'm being nice, maybe 16 to 18% body fat right now, maybe 14. I don't know, not 14, probably. Um, probably like 18 if I were to drop down to the below 10s, I'm about 228 right now. I've done this before. And I get down to like, I lose 20 pounds, let's say. 208. I'm down to 9%, 10% body fat. I lost 20 pounds. And to think that now I need to make up for that momentum that I would bump someone with to create space or I would use to box out or I'd use to create leverage is gone. How does that affect my skill set? So conditioning doesn't just say, oh, can I repeat 
X runs or times, it's can I repeat a given task? And a good definition of that task is very important because within that task might be your skill set, is my ability to rebound, my ability to jump, my ability to box out, my ability to play defense, my ability to use my physical ability, condition to be in shape. So like you think about condition as an offensive lineman, if they just got down to the lowest body fat percentage possible, that's not like a good condition to be. So conditioning is contextual and it can be, but may not be synonymous with a certain lower body fat percentage. And this is something I never thought about because I think we think about conditioning when someone says, oh, someone had great conditioning in terms of bodybuilding world, they're talking about how low their body fat percentage is. Oh, someone came into a show very well conditioned. They talk about how low their body fat percentage is. It seems like that same concept has then dispersed into the sports world. But really, it's not about the body fat percentage, but the ability to actually repeat the specific demands of your sport. And that's really important too, because if you are going into a season and you're going, I had this experience myself. You want to go into a better shape that season. I always defaulted to body fat percentage. I always did. I didn't actually think about measuring my outputs. Can I actually move better? Can I actually do my skills better? I just thought in my head, if I was a lower body fat percentage and I can run more in a straight line, I'll be in better condition. Well, conditioning can be how many times can your ankles handle lateral friction loads or these really aggressive accelerations and decelerations how well can i hold a position uh, on defense or how many times can i handle being bumped in the post and maintain my ground that is all embodied in conditioning and so when you think about conditioning as i've said that word maybe 29 times so far think about the actual task of the sport and then think about the demands that may or may not change for your task i.e. are you playing more minutes? Are you going to be going against bigger, stronger athletes? And then are you actually able to repeat and in that process of repeating those demands? Do you or do you not need to lose weight? And maybe it's about actually rebuilding these structures and repairing things and building some capacity. So you actually might eat a little more food, believe it or not, if you're trying to get in shape, for lack of better words, because you need to have the substrates to repair and rebuild. So that's kind of my little rant for the day, thinking about conditioning differently, um, getting away from just the body fat percentage and how fast you can run a mile, but really understanding your sport. So I appreciate y'all listening. I'm going to stop it there for now. Thank you as always. Take care and peace out.